So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Guys, man, I got a ton of graduates this week from Rebus University. Busy, busy week. Man, our university is on fire. The certified listing agent course. I got Cami Noble, Melissa Terzis, Drag Inja Kabernovic, Lars Black, and Jonathan Epstein all graduated from the certified listing agent course. Certified price reduction course, Mr. Craig Burns graduated. Jonathan Epstein graduated from the 101 Free Leads course. Inbound Lead Specialist course, Alan Daniels, congratulations. Outbound Lead Specialist course, Yamila Pastor. The Facebook Ad course, Gregory Dorrell. And check this out, Certified Buyer Agent. Man, this thing is hot. One, two, three, four, five. Six new graduates this week of the Certified Buyer Agent course. Cindy Aponte, Melissa Terziz, Sharon Dillon, Yamila Pastor, Hassan Collins, and Deborah Ponsetti all graduated from a course. It's a 10-hour course on how to crush it with buyers. And they all took this course in detail, passed all of the tests, and are out there crushing it now. Five-star reviews all around. You should go look on the rebusuniversity.com site to read their five-star reviews congratulations guys certified buyer agents and the mogul course certified real estate mogul had to invest like a king was graduated by jonathan west congratulations to all the rebus university graduates All right, Rockstar Nation, we got a great uh, returning guest, Mr. Eric Hatch. You know, this is Eric's third time on, and, you know, this guy moves so fast, and he does so many different things that every time he comes on, you, you know, we talk about something that was completely opposite of what we were talking about before, and it's completely new and completely exciting, and I've had a lot of listeners chime in after his episodes and be like, Dude was full of ideas, and I'm, I've already implemented several of them. So I'm excited about today's episode. Mr. Eric Hatch, all the way from North Dakota, is on the line. Welcome, Eric. Uh, Pat, good to be here, man. Uh, it is an honor to be a returner for the third time now. Uh, I must not have been terrible the first two. So uh, thanks very much, and I sure appreciate what you do. In fact, I have, uh, I have a coaching client that's now working with me because he said, I found you and saw you and learned about you through uh, Pat Hyben's Real Estate Rockstars. So uh, you, you've been a great gift in my world too. And so hopefully I can help rise the tide for you and your people today. That's awesome, dude. Well, I really appreciate you being so candid with all the value you offer when you come on. So uh, why don't you, uh, you know, in case uh, people didn't hear of your earlier episodes, why don't you go ahead and, and tell everybody who you are and a little bit about yourself, please. Uh, I, I'm a serial entrepreneur and a recovering youth director. Um, I, in, my, in my previous life, uh, I worked for our local church working with kids, and I got paid, albeit meagerly, uh, to try to make a difference in the world of, of people. And sure enough, the financial itch uh, to take better care of my family became a bigger itch than uh, just trying to do some good. And so I jumped into real estate uh, in 2011 full-time. 2011, I was an independent agent. And in 2012, I started a team. That team, our first year out, we sold 192 homes in Fargo, North Dakota. Our entire community is about 250,000 people for the, for the, the counties that we serve. And the next year, uh, I was building our team and we got kicked out of our brokerage. Uh, 2013, we started over and I went from 13 people down to three people overnight uh, on my team. I had a buyer agent and a transaction coordinator that came with me and me. And we learned to start over pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> and guys, I hope you're listening to this, right? I hope, I hope this is sinking in, right? Dude got thrown out of a brokerage. Right? How, many, uh, how many people can say that? And then had, what, a mass exodus on the team, right? You had uh, 11 yeah. people leave your team all at once? Or what, 
Yeah, they 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 chose not to come with me. Uh, I, I okay. thought I thought I had people that were uh, diehard believers, and turns out I had them riding my coattails. And when I was a, a flaming dumpster fire, they didn't want to ride those coattails anymore. And I I really shifted how I ran everything because my background was in ministry, like taking care of people and doing good. And then I was building this business that I thought was all about me. And realistically, the business needs to be all about we. And and, and my job transitioned from. Uh, having people work for me to me working for them and, and building them runways and, and so right because loyalty. I mean, like and 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 you know, I've had I've always had teams when I was in the game, and I've I've been at you know in my career I've flipped about five different times brokerage wise, and you know it was always you know expected that that, that we team left together, and I guess you had that expectation too, uh, and you were rudely awakened by said expectation. <laughs> You know, you think uh, one of the reasons I got kicked out was ego. Uh, I didn't think that I needed to be coached or helped. And I thought that I was supposed to put my foot on the gas pedal and everything would make sense. And I learned a very valuable lesson that day in 2013 that that I was making a mess, not only for the, the brokerage I worked at, but also for the people that were in my world. And my value proposition uh, was totally wrong. My value proposition was, you'll get a lot of leads from me. And it turns out that the value proposition I really needed to work on was, uh, I'm going to help you be a better version of yourself. And so we started over, uh, we built a new, we were at a rebound girlfriend brokerage and we covered this the first time I was on, uh, ended up uh, having about $130,000 in unpaid commissions held back from me when I was starting my own brokerage. So uh, I was at a nine month rebound girlfriend brokerage time in between before I opened up my own. And I learned a lot of lessons about the importance of paperwork and documentation. And I learned a whole lot about brokerage law at that point. And so started over in 2014. And now uh, almost five years now, we've been opened as a brokerage. And our brokerage is a team. What we've done is we've, uh, we've built and, and have built this entire organization on people who've never touched or sold real estate before. Fast forward now, five years, we've about been running as a team with Hatch Realty, uh, and we'll close about 675 transactions this year uh, for about $155 million, uh, just over $5 million in GCI, uh, and it's been a heck of a ride. Uh, I'm, I'm having fun. I work in this business two days a week, and then the other three, I'm building other businesses, uh, including our coaching company called Hatch Coaching. Uh, I coach some of the top realtors in the country. We are doing some massive things. And uh, as I look now, I have 18 businesses under my wing in the last six years. 10 of those are investment businesses. And then the rest are uh, really partnering and paralleling uh, in real estate from, from mortgage. Uh, I'm, I'm a 49% owner in a mortgage company to a part owner in a moving company to uh, a marketing company, an events company, uh, a nonprofit that realtors jump on board with. And we are finding more and more spokes to this wheel every day. So it's been, it's been a really fun run. That's awesome, dude. I was going to ask you to rattle off some of those companies. So you already did. What I love about Eric's story is, you know, you know, he owns it, right? He came clean. He knows what he did wrong. And he's a, he's a different man. He's a better man. The world lacks that massively today. And, uh, and, and just owning up to your mistakes and, and changing is, uh, is is inspiring so all right so let's move on um just real quick uh five million dollars gci congratulations we call it eci what's your profit margin on that uh so my profit margin after i pay myself is we're about 12 percent what and, and what do you mean after you pay yourself what do you pay yourself i pay myself a ceo salary of one hundred and fifty thousand as well yep all right and so then, you make about yeah, 600 grand and six grand plus a buck 20 so about 720 Yep. And, and then uh, it would be higher. I choose to give 20% of all my profits uh, to our team members. And so we have some profit sharing. Uh, so our key leaders and folks who have been uh, some of the OGs of our world. So my profit could be uh, closer to 20% and I choose instead to keep it uh, a little lower. So I continue to invest in the people that are here. You and know, that I mean, gives yeah, me permission. You just got to look at the number and, and certainly in Fargo, North Dakota, you know, pulling 700 out of a real estate Teamerage is is awesome, and uh, plus all the other businesses you got, you know. Yeah, this is. I, I'm I'm about as close to seventh level as you as you're going to find in this industry. With me only working in it two days a week, and I have I have some really great key leaders who are are running, and this is this is their show, and I'm just simply the mascot. I'm the I'm the Colonel Sanders of the business at this point, where my name and my face are maybe on it, and I created the recipe, but I am not in the kitchen anymore. 
Yeah, just I'm really curious now. So are you, you mentioned 18 companies, right? Mm-hmm. Can you keep going on the list? Is there, you know, what, what else is there? So these investment groups, I, I have about $8 million in real estate investments right now. And, and those, uh, I own some of them. Uh, You're calling those companies? Yeah, it, it, uh, just because they're, they're taking some work. If I take those off, I, I still am at eight companies. And so we're just curious about the eight companies. So the, the eight companies are, are, do you have title company? Do you, do you have a termite? You know, have you tapped into those two? So there's no termites in North Dakota. It's too cold. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are an abstract state. So doing title doesn't really make much okay. sense. So you can't yeah, tap uh, into either of those. Okay. Yeah, but uh, we're, we're tapping into, you know, property management is in our future. Uh, we have mortgage, we have moving, we have marketing, we have a closing gift company. And with our coaching company now too, those uh, infuse and, and give the opportunity for us to be of service to people all around the country uh, through what we're doing. We have a lot of people who take our marketing and they put their uh, label on it and they don't pay as much and we don't have to recreate the wheel every time because uh, what we do in one market can happen in every market. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, creativity is the ability to hide the source. Yeah. And that, that, that's how I grew um, my whole life. So, um, all right, cool. So, uh, here's what I want to talk to you about because you got some press recently and uh, some chatter about you going into iBuyer. And, and uh-huh. so, and guys, listen, iBuyer, if, if you're not hip to the term, right? Something, it's what Zillow's doing, what's open door you know, offer pad, basically going in and it's basically car maxing a house, right? Where you, you, you throw your car in the car max and you sell it for a little bit cheaper because you don't want to deal with the crap of putting it on eBay autos or some shit. And you want to, and, you, and that time is worth money. So you, you, you as a company just buy the house for the car max price, then tighten it up, fix it up, put it on the lot and sell it. A lot being MLS. So now your company is competing with these guys are starting this in North Dakota, right? Talk to me about that. Uh, you know, we're starting it in North Dakota and we're building it for everyone in the country. Uh, this, this is massive right now. And uh, in many of your markets right now, you have iBuyers already happening again. And you named them. It's Zillow. It's Open Door. It's people who are coming in and giving these offers. But what we've done is we've changed the model in a sense. And we, as a real estate brokerage, are able to do what those other places necessarily aren't. And here's how it looks is, is if somebody's contacting us, we call ours a snap offer. And so it goes like this. It's as easy as three, two, one sold. Three, you contact us. Two, we do an on-site valuation of your property. And one is within just a couple of short days, you're going to get two numbers from us. The first number is, uh, this is your market price. If you're to list on the MLS, uh, this is what we suggest you do. But we have this laundry list of stuff you have to do, uh, the suggested days on market, the predicted price drops that are going to happen, and the uncertainty that revolves around that. We're going to give you, just like any other listing appointment, we're going to give you that number. And then we're also going to give you your instant offer. For us, again, it's a snap offer. And that means we're going to tell you the number of here's, here's your buy it now price. Uh, you don't have to do any fixes, fit ups. You have no strangers walking through your house. You pick the closing date. The only thing we're going to do is make sure we do an inspection on the property so we're not buying a lemon. Uh, but everything else, you can even have a few days after we close to move out because this is going to be as easy as possible. What's up, uh, brokers, uh, team leaders, office managers, and rainmakers of teams? I got a question for you today. What are the two most frustrating things about running a real estate team? The two things that cause you more headaches than anything else. Think about it. The brokers I've talked to have all given me the same answer. Recruiting and retention. If you're in the same boat, if nothing you've tried seems to work, I've got some good news. Your problem finding, recruiting, and retaining high-quality agents are about to be over. I'm launching my new Retoot course, a course that provides an in-depth, first-ever look at the recruiting and retention secrets of the industry's top recruiters. To kick off Retoot's launch, I'm offering the course along with two other high value items at a super low price to podcast listeners. 
Since I'm throwing in two free items with my Retoot Secrets course, I'm going to simply call it my 123 discount package. Okay, so let me talk to you about the 123 discount package. In addition to Retoot, you're going to get a subscription for each of your teammates or anybody in your office to my big profit weekly jackpot emails, which are basically agents from around the world giving advice on how to increase your profit on a daily basis in this business. If your agents put these effective, easy to implement tips to use, their sales and the most importantly, their profits will improve. Plus, I'll provide you with a year's worth of monthly sales meetings, content to have at your sales meeting so you don't have to struggle figuring out what to say to your agents or your team. I'm calling it my Lunch and Learn Sales Training Series. That's an entire year's worth of sales meetings that you won't have to plan and that your agents are guaranteed to get massive value from. So to recap, purchasing the 123 discount package gets you one, my brand new retoot course, two, my big profit agents weekly jackpot emails for everybody in your office, and three, a year's worth of lunch and learn training sessions. If you want this limited time package, act fast and go to hybendigital.com backslash one, two, three. Real easy. Hybendigital.com backslash one, two, three. And Pat, what's happened is I didn't know it was going to take off like it would. Uh, I started doing this four months ago. And in the last four months, especially in the last two months, it's really crescendoed. I've bought 12 properties. And these 12 properties, I'm profiting uh, commission on them. And I get commission two or three times because we originally have commission when I purchase it. Uh, and then we turn around and when we go to sell it, if we're not keeping it as a rental, we have commission on that. So we get commission on these deals as well as we're finding out that there's massive, massive, massive opportunity to make uh, some serious profit on these houses. I do my math quick and I think I'm going to make about 10% profit per property. That, that's what it's boiled down to. That's after I pay all my holding costs, my bank fees, if I don't have enough uh, cash myself, after I pay commissions. And as we look at all this, I myself as a guy who's only been in the business now seven years, I've created enough relationships and rapport and systems where I think I'm going to buy a house once a week next year. In 2019, I'll buy a house once a week and I'll profit uh, 10% per house thinking that with commissions as well, I should make a million bucks. I should make seven figures uh, doing this one side hustle in my business. It's huge. Yeah, it's interesting. And so the difference that you're offering is the retail price, right? Like, so a lot of these companies, they don't want to sell these things retail, right? They, their business is, is flipping. So yep. they're, only giving the, they're only giving the low price. They're only giving the snap offer. Well, the, the other- You're saying you're going in and here's the snap offer, but also you can fix it up and pay 10 grand and make an extra 10%. So you're telling them up front, which I think is ethical because, you know, I always- I always knew that there was a conflict of interest for a real estate agent to give a snap offer. Now, if, you're, if, if your only focus is as a flipper, I think that there's no conflict there. There's no issues. But if you're an agent trying to tell the, the seller, um, you know, I'm going to flip this house and make 10% within six months after you're moving out, I don't think they necessarily, I don't want to generalize, a lot of agents don't necessarily push that like a or b choice right? right they don't they don't they they don't encourage that a or b choice and it sounds like you're encouraging both you're saying which would you choose pick one mm -hmm. leaving choices to the consumer matters a lot and, and that's one of the game changers between the snap offer program and these instant offers or th this open door policy if you think about it, we get choices with everything we do from the drive through menu to uh, when we order something on Amazon. Uh, choices matter a lot and, and people want to be able to know uh, which one is going to fit best for me. The consumer right now, they, uh, and this is a generalization and yet it's, it's accurate in a lot of situations, is that they want to have 
options. They want to know, and, and we as realtors are behind on this. We aren't providing people options. You'll see folks out there who are saying, uh, here are your options if you're going to list your house. Here's your 6% model and your 7% model and your 8% model. And they're giving people a menu of services. And what they're finding out is that most people actually choose the 7 or the 8% because they want to have options. They want to know exactly what they're going to get. We have to be, uh, we have to be ahead of the game on this now, and we have to provide options to our consumers. Because we as realtors, if somebody calls us and they say, hey, I'm interested in renting a property instead of buying a property, if you don't have property management or if you're not in the leasing game, your answer is no to them. Or if you're a lender, as an example, if somebody calls you and says, I want to buy a property, but my credit score is 610, your answer is no. And what we have to do is we have to have options to say, okay, if you're at 610, we have a program for you. And if you're at 650 for your credit score, we have a program for you. And we as realtors have to have programs for our consumers. Uh, we have to be able to provide them these options uh, and these choices. And so that's staggering difference number one. But the staggering difference number two, Pat, is that I am not an internet company that doesn't have a relationship and my, finger, my fingerprints all over this community already. I, I'm not interested in going to Malibu, California to do this because my name, my clout, my recognition, and my notoriety have no play in Malibu. But in Fargo, North Dakota, in my backyard, somebody's going to, I believe, trust me more with this process than they are in a, a general and typical iBuyer. Now, how are you going to make sure that the little old lady who's 85 uh, doesn't sign option A and then their son sees that Eric Hatch, you know, sold option A for, you know, 10% profit and pocketed it and driving around in his Mercedes, um, you know, how are you going to, how do you protect yourself from that liability where he then sues you? Well, I first drive a Ford F-150, so that helps. Uh, the, the, the second piece is we, of course, make sure that knowledge is power, and that happens in two ways. The first is at those listing appointments, we are giving them very detailed, here's your two options. And the second is everything is documented. And so we have created a document uh, that will simply say, here is your sell it now price. Here's your snap offer price. Here's your suggested retail price. Which one are you choosing? And the seller signs off on that. And it's very clear on there saying that your home is going to be purchased by an investor. That investor may be Eric Hatch. Eric Hatch may retain that for a rental purpose or sell it for profit. And you have no rights to those profits. Uh, Eric is assuming the risk. And the, the funny thing is, is that this happens all the time. You use the, the, uh, the car analogy and you think about a used car lot is they will pay less for a, a car than you could sell on your own because they're assuming the risk and the responsibility and the holding costs and everything else to try to get that sold. We as realtor, realtors and investors are assuming that same risk and assuming that same risk is going to, I think, set us up for massive success. Until the market shifts. And then there'll be people will be like, whoa, I'm glad I, I'm glad he took the risk instead of me, right? Because he took the risk and he fixed it up and now the thing's sitting there not selling. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a game of musical chairs. Eventually, you know, eventually there's going to be chairs pulled out and there's going to be crying kids because they can't uh, hold, you know, a house for a year while it, while it sits on the market and they owe hard money interest on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's... There's always risk involved, and that's why uh, the, the nice thing about this is, is that because I'm the investor, uh, I control the offer every time. As an example, uh, our average so you, sales You're price, physically looking at these? I buy most of them sight unseen. My, my team goes to them, and I'll maybe pop in at the inspection just to see what I'm getting myself into. Got it. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm buying almost all of them sight unseen. But you're, you're the one that makes a stamp. Yeah, correct. And then what, what, how do you pay your people? So the, yeah, the the way this, it works is this is, is the, the the seller is not paying any commission. Let's use let's use really easy numbers. Let's say it's a hundred thousand dollar house. The seller's getting a hundred thousand dollars. That's that's their number, that's their walk away cash is a hundred grand. So I as a buyer, I'm paying that three percent and I'm paying that directly to the listing brokerage because my agents, my ISA, my listing agent, they've touched that already and they've been involved. So I want to make sure that that $3,000 goes to them. Now that goes to the brokerage, which I happen to own and the company that I happen to own and they're getting their commission splits on it. So really I'm just shifting some money here, right, Pat? 
$3,000. So you're taking $3,000 from your flipping company. You're paying to your real estate company. Your agents are getting paid out of that. Yeah, correct. You're into the house for 103. Yeah, I'm in for 103. And let's say I put in 10 grand into the house uh, and then I go and sell it for 140. So now I'm going to pay a 6% listing commission on that 140. Three to the buy, three to the sell. Uh, but the sell is to me, right? The, the, the listing side is to me. And so again, I'm paying 3%, but I'm basically keeping two of that 3% and then paying that other commission out to my team. Paying the 1% out to you. Oh, you, you. Right. Yeah. That's, what, that's what the listing agent is basically going to get is about a third of the commission. Right, 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 right. Yep. When they, so, when they, when, uh, for the sale. Okay. Yep. For the second sale. Yep. Well, what I'm finding is, is there's, uh, as people are coming, uh, they're what in- What do they get on the first sale? What do they get on that 3%? One of the 3%. Yeah. So I'm, I'm keeping so two. They one. So they get 1%. So they get 1% each side. Now, now yep. open doors and offer pad, they, they pay agents 1% as well. So it's competitive with that, yet they're not going to use you necessarily to sell it the second time. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and what they don't have, and this is the game changers, they don't have a local clout and credibility that's making that phone ring. Who are you going to trust more? Let's say you get a postcard, Pat, and I send it to your house. Are you going to trust the, the agency and the brokerage that you've known for years? Or are you going to trust this new uh, company that, that's uh, from out of state and that you've never heard of before? And we think we're going to win that battle every time and be, be first to market. And right now uh, in Fargo, we're first to market. Uh, for people in other parts of the country, uh, they aren't competing because they don't think they can. And, and this is an opportunity for your listening audience and for other realtors to jump on board with this. It, it's, it's a big opportunity and you don't even have to be your own investor. That's, that's the thing that we're finding out is uh, it, you should probably have in anybody's Rolodex, you should be able to have uh, at least two or three investors who are looking for these opportunities. If you don't, go and talk to any wealth management firm. Uh, go and talk to your title companies and ask them, who is it in your, in your industry that would look to be a part of this? And you may pay a higher, higher percentage per deal. Right now, I've, I've negotiated great terms with my bank because I do a lot of business with them. But if you're working with an investor who has their own money into it, uh, you may pay a little higher percentage. But if you know what you're doing, it's going to be profit for everyone. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Fascinating. And how are you getting the word out about this? Uh, so we're using a company uh, called REI Vault, Real Estate Investing uh, Vault. Uh, REI Vault, uh, if you go to reivault.com slash snap offer, you'll see all the details here. Uh, I, I just did a great webinar with the owner there. Is that, is that your company or what, what the hell is RE, Real Estate Investment Vault? I mean, yeah. Uh, they are essentially a marketing arm. It's, it's a farming company, Pat. Uh, they're sending out postcards. And here's some staggering statistics because we're all looking for uh, this next opportunity of, of the golden goose. And the golden goose in our industry are listing leads. We have for three months been sending out postcards through REI Vault. Uh, they're a, it's a farming company. They're, they're getting all this data and analytics of people who are distressed sellers or maybe they've had death or divorce in their life. And these are public record things, but they have great access to it. So in our community, we're sending out 3,500 postcards a month. And we have set, no joke, in the last two and a half months, 50-50 listing appointments. So, okay, so, so to slow this down, this REI Vault... 
They use predictive analytics. They're, they know who they're sending. This is not a blanket thing, right? No. Um, no. And, then, and then they mail out. And, and, and how did they get paid? So they get paid because I'm paying a monthly fee to them. I'm, I'm paying for the for, addresses. They're sending out all the cards. They, send uh, out the, they do everything. Yeah, they, they've done 28 million. They've sent out 28 million mailers since 2004. Yeah. Primarily, and, they, they worked with the investment side. Right, like the the we buy we buy crappy houses guys or whatever. That's where they, sure. that's where they started. Well, yeah, they're all scr- scr- they're all struggling for leads now because you know the MLS is a is an auction with a million people. There, they don't want to. They don't. You don't want to. You're not going to get deals there. So, yeah. so like, do you pay for like a thousand houses or something like that? I mean, how do you, just like what does it cost? Yeah, uh, we're paying for 3,500 houses, 3,500 addresses that get sent a postcard once a month. Mm-hmm. And we're paying, I think, five grand, five grand a month for 3,500 mailers. So a buck fifty a house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, even less. $1.35 a house. Yep. Yep. And they're, they're doing the mailers, they're handling all of it. So you paid, but you paid five grand and you got five listing, 50 listing appointments. <laughs> I paid five grand a month. So the last three months, I, I have, paid uh, grand. Uh, okay. 50 so 15,000. 50 appointments. How many houses did you list? Uh, of that, we've listed a couple and we've bought 11. You listed yes. two and you bought, ele- you bought 11. Okay, so you bought 11 houses. With an average profit margin of fifteen dollars to $20,000 per house. And that doesn't count the commissions. Because j- remember, if we buy a house, we have two transactions there. We have the buy and then we have the sell. And then we go and sell it again. And so each house that we buy is actually three transactions. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's fascinating. Eleven, yeah. I mean, because 11, 11 houses off of $15,000, you know, you're paying twelve fifty a house or something, $1,300 a house. And I'm, making, and I'm making 15 to 20 grand per, uh, per house. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, that, it, that's a pretty good gig. When you, when you asked me what we wanted to talk about today, uh, I mean, I'd love to talk about leadership. That's one of my favorite passions. And I'd love to talk about team structure. And I'd love to talk about systems. Uh, this right here, Pat, uh, I have stumbled upon the golden goose. And, and we figured out how to get listing appointments. We're using radio. Uh, I have my own radio show, which a lot of your listening audience won't have. Uh, but for me, that's a great platform to tell these stories. What do you talk about? So my radio show uh, weekly, we uh, we talk about some listings uh, as a way to make sure that our sellers uh, know that we're doing excess work for them. Uh, but then we always have a guest, and, and we spend about ten minutes of the show uh, talking. We might be featuring a local community, we may feature one of our team members, or we may dive into these snap offers and to talk about why it's advantageous for consumers. And so we we've been telling that story now uh, for the last few. What months. is it? A talk radio? It is. Yes, sir. So it, it sounds like a, just an extended ad almost, or, or like is, how long is the show? Uh, the show's 30 minutes long. Uh, it airs every Sunday morning, and I, I'm on the top radio station in Fargo. Uh, I pay $1,000 a month for it. But here, here's the massive thing. Uh, if you understand that, I get, I get a total of 120 minutes of airtime for 1000 bucks. But the cons- yeah, It's a good deal, and I think people, uh, I mean, it just goes to show you how Bored people are on Sunday mornings that they would listen to, and and they, you you know what I mean. If they're, I mean, it's great if you're another agent or you're in the business and you're interested in it. But I, I guess people just listen to Sunday mornings. You know, that's quiet time. They sit around, they listen to that. Oh, they're they're sitting at the lake having coffee. They're working in their garage. They're driving to church. I get on average uh, about sixteen thousand listeners per week. Uh, it, it's it's pretty wild. It's crazy. And, and at a thousand dollars a month, but the consumer thinks that the radio station is paying me to be on there. That, yeah, it's like a guest, like the the real estate expert. And so when when the when the news channels need a, a real estate insight, they're not always calling the the person who's the president of the local association. They're calling me because I'm the I'm the expert on the radio. It, it's a great play, and we we talk about these snap offers, and we we highlight the things that our team is doing. Uh, we invite those people to our client events and we get random folks showing up all the time and it just plays into our larger brand. And that larger brand is I'm not interested in marketing houses. I'm interested in marketing what our team does. And that is we serve, we support, we laugh and we love. And so that's support, laugh, love. 
Yes, sir. And as we do those, as we do those things, you see it reflected on our social media. You see it reflected now in these snap offers. You see it reflected on our radio show, but we aren't talking about like, here's the next great house that you should go and buy. We're instead talking about lifestyle and we're talking about the energy that we bring and we're talking about people's families. And that that's such a better sales technique than just trying to market our, us as great realtors. We instead want to highlight other people and show why they're great. And that intrinsically shines a light on us. So, uh, I, I mean, this REI vault is money. What, what about, what, what are some other technology plays that you could throw at us? Similar to that, you know, that people not, any, agents of any caliber, whether they're a brand new agent or an experienced agent should look into. Uh, so we're building right now, and by the time this airs, uh, we'll be ready to go. It's getasnapoffer.com. It's going to be a national website uh, that will have a copy-paste opportunity for realtors. And we think what, that, that I mean, like, what about on your personal phone or your agent's phone or, or you know, your, you know, that sort of thing? Oh, I'm sorry. This, Pat, is proving to be probably an easier go of it than what we would understand. There's not any over-the-top technologies that are helping us with this, this snap. No, not, not that are happening with this, but just in general. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, sorry uh, about that. I'm, I'm, yeah. No problem. I'm switching gears here. <laughs> Other technologies that we're using that have been uh, really, really impactful for us. Uh, uh, certainly, there's, there's things like social media. Uh, but if we're looking at systems and tools, our ISAs are really, really in love with Sierra Interactive right now. Uh, it's Oops, been Sierra? Sierra Interactive. Yep. It's, it's a, a new CRM. We've been with Commissions Inc. for a long time and have had limited success with them. So why uh, did you switch from Commissions Inc. to Sierra Interactive? So we're test driving them right now, but the, the main reason why is because of the ability to mass text. And if you think about this, this even parallels into the conversation we had about millennials in our last uh, podcast. Yes, that we indeed. Did. Yeah, no, no, this is, this is good too, guys, because like, you know, there's really agents that have been on the show that, you, you know, and, and there's a lot of real estate coaches and people out there, uh, brokers, office managers saying, hey, you got to pick up the phone and call, call, call every day. But, but, you know, in addition to that, I would say, you know, you really should be picking up your phone and texting for an hour a day, every day. Every agent should be really yep. or more, right? So tell me about this. Syria Interactive, it allows you to mass text people. Yes, it sure does. And we did a webinar a couple of weeks ago uh, with some guys from Structurally. And that's another thing I should talk about because Structurally. Structurally, is, yeah. Structurally, yeah. They're an artificial intelligence ISA company. That's, that's changing uh, the way in which people communicate. Because if you think about all the leads that you have, and if, if texting is the way in which people are communicating, can we automate this? And, and automating it so it tees us up as realtors to know when the conversation is ready for us to interject is going to be really important. So that's what Structurally is doing. Uh, I am such an advocate for them because it was named by Inman the number two AI company of 2018. And uh, we're, we're all on board with them. All right. Uh, and so Structurally, yep. And uh, we've had uh, uh, Dave Falk was on. He, 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 he's one of the founders of Hello Alex. They do the same thing. So there's a couple, there's a couple companies that vying for that same spot where they you know, basically have robots you know, following up via a Facebook Messenger or following up via text or, or what have you. So, and, and absolutely, you know, because the, the leads, the, general, the generalization is the leads suck and you got to narrow it down to the leads that don't suck. And why not let a computer figure that out rather than you? So let's go back to Siri Interactive. Tell me about Massive Texas. So let's say, give me an example. Like, let's say I know I can do it. You know, like I had one guy on the show and he said, you know, he mass Texas or, or one at a time actually expires mm -hmm. in, a, in a millennial attitude, meaning he'll be like, what happened? Mm -hmm. what happened to your house, bro? Or, or you're off the market, question mark, like a tax to expireds, mm -hmm. right? Something like that. And then they're like, oh, this must be somebody I know. You know, um, so tell me how you do something like that other than expireds. What, what are you using Sierra Interactive for? So Sierra Interactive uh, creates some great landing pages just like any other CRM would as well as they're your backend uh, support. And the reason why we're drawn to mass texting so much is, of course, the ability. We, we did a webinar a couple of weeks ago called Our Dials Dead. 
you think about the last political season as well as the robo dialers that hit your phone. And we as realtors, when our phone would ring, we would pick this thing up and we would answer it immediately thinking that that was our lifeblood. And now if it's an unknown phone call uh, or a phone number, I don't answer it, right? It's, it's a massive change in our industry. Absolutely. In the last months. Yeah. And so Sierra Interactive, as we've compared all the other CRMs that are out there, uh, they are one of the only platforms that are offering mass texting. Meaning that when people opt in, you have to opt into mass texting, uh, but people opt in through Zillow and Realtor.com. And when we take those leads and put them into a different CRM, some CRMs are restricting you and not allowing you to text uh, those people because it was uh, granted authority, but from a different platform. And so- uh, Yeah, it's very, and I think that didn't um, Riley or get Riley, didn't they, didn't they get in trouble or shut down because of, because of that? It, uh, it is it is one of those hot button issues, and some folks have been shut down. Some some have been fined millions of dollars. But it so wouldn't be it wouldn't be the agent. It would be the company, right? But it, no. sometimes sometimes you as the agent are signing, saying if you're going to mass text, you are assuming that responsibility, saying that they had to have opted in. Uh, we also want to mass text our well, one of, one of the things that we're doing with uh, with our CRMs now is we're mass texting for client events. These are our friends, our sphere, our past clients, and we're sending them a message saying, uh, it's Pi Day coming up. Please be sure to sign up at this website. And those people are in our sphere. We, uh, we understand that opting in is, again, that, that area that you have to make sure you're following the rules for. And so as we're sending these mass texts uh, to people, it's essentially uh, creating and finding anybody who's willing to raise their hand. And from that point, it, it gets to an individual. So you can't send a text to a neighborhood where you're having an open house. You can't. That's, that's off limits. Right? You can't. But you, uh, you can do a lot of uh, geofencing and geotargeting around that neighborhood and have ads pop up over and over and over again for people that are near that house. With Snapchat. Not, not, with, not with Snapchat. I mean, maybe you can. Uh, uh, we're using a company called Rate Digital. I'm in, I'm in the Rate Group Radio and Television yep. Experts. Yep. And we're, we're massively jumping on opportunities now for geofencing, geotargeting, and creating a lot of opportunities but for But the us. geofencing, I, I know it works with Snapchat. That's their whole deal. You got to pay for the ads. But like, what about, like, I, that, that I, I, maybe I'm in the dark here. Does Instagram and Facebook have geofencing technology that you're that you could use now yes as, as far as i know again i'm, I'm working with a third party uh, to handle all this but uh the results we've seen have been impressive uh, and and so how's that work so basically you run an ad uh, let's say a video ad of you and they can geofence it to a certain neighborhood so you could say hey i'm holding this house open come on by geofence it which means it, it just goes around a fence inside of a fence and inside that fence is a is a a circle on a map, and uh, only people inside of that fence see the ad. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And what we're finding is is our sellers are are coming to us saying, "What is the differentiating factor between you and everybody else?" And years ago, we would say things like, well, we're doing uh, virtual tours. Well, now almost everybody and their brother has a Matterport. And so that becomes less advantageous. And then we'll say things like, well, we're, uh, we're promoting your house and all these other mediums. And, and people now are going on, on social media and using those mediums and platforms. And so we have to be able to say, what's that thing that we're doing to justify a higher commission and what makes us special outside of just service uh, and and this geofencing geotargeting is certainly uh, one no, of those. That, that could be huge. I, I I can give you a like a a real life example would be huge. Like I, I the neighborhood where I sold my house about four years ago, you know, is was people that raised kids through high school there. A lot of them, right? The kids because of the year that the houses were built, you know, and for whatever reason, everybody stayed until the high school was finished, and then all the empty nesters bailed. Right. And uh, being an empty nester myself, I probably have watched since my kids bailed and went to college, you know, a hundred people leave and a large percent of them all went to the same neighborhood, which was a, like a townhouse neighborhood for empty nesters almost it felt like. It wasn't, it's not advertised like that. There's certainly kids and stuff there, but there's, there's way more empty nesters than kids. So you could technically geofence that neighborhood 
when you're trying to sell one of these townhouses where you know there's a bunch of other empty nesters there, you could target the, the neighborhood where I was, right? And you could like draw a circle over that. And then the next thing you know, your face is showing up everywhere. Right, right. Whenever and, they log on. Uh, one of the strategies that we talked about as well is uh, that we should be uh, geo-targeting uh, expired listings. So, uh, or, or any listing that has maybe been on the market for, uh, say, 90 days and is still active. You're targeting buyers to buy? Sellers, sellers at this point. So, let's say, Pat, that your house is listed. How do you do that? Yeah. So, let's say that your house is listed and we look on the MLS and see that it's been listed for 90 days. Uh, when your house has been listed for 90 days, uh, we know that you're probably pretty frustrated and it's still on the market. And so we just start making sure that we're advertising to you about how we have great systems and strategies. And this is, was Isn't that illegal though? I think so. Cause that, that's the thing. There's not, there's not a lot around it yet. Well, I know it's illegal if you showed the house and left your business card or, or let's say showed the house, talked to the seller about why you're a better agent and then stole the listing from the agent. So mm -hmm. I, I would figure it'd be illegal if, if you typed in the address of a house that's it's still listed and then geo target their computer. So all of a sudden you start showing up, you know what I mean? Like that, I, I, you have to check with your board, but I, I guarantee you someone's going to sue you for that. Yeah. Well, could be, I'll let you take this part out of the podcast. If, if you, if you, if you, if you specifically target that address, mm -hmm. I mean, they, they'd have to, it's kind of like sending postcards and you, and you have to put on the bottom where it says, if your house is currently listed, please disregard. You're going to have to put that on the ad, but it's kind of like sending one postcard. Let's say you created a postcard and you just sent one postcard yep. to one house and you picked that house because it's been on the market 90 days. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. not expired yet, right? Yeah. No, uh, not expired yet. Right. Right. My, my, my point was this, and maybe, maybe it got lost in, in jest is, when you do have those, like you, let's say you're at 90 days out, so you're watching and seeing what's happening with that to be able to, because uh, you're, of course, going to be making the phone calls uh, when it does expire, but you want to be able to hit them on every other uh, medium as well so that they see you everywhere. Because the people- right. uh, yeah, yeah. You know what, another, a better, a better, more positive one would be, you, you know, there's a phenomenon that when somebody lists their house on a certain street, within 30 days, somebody else is, is going to list nearby. It just always happens, right? Somebody else is going to list either on that street or the next street or the next street. And it, 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 let's say ABC real estate lists a house in the MLS on that street. You could, you could actually geo target the three or four streets surrounding it and being like uh, just listed and then in fine print by ABC real estate and uh, put, you know, to, to see the virtual tour, to see the photos go here and you know that it's a seller lead not a buyer lead right you know what i mean because they're curious oh wow frank's house is for sale let me let me see the inside of that because we're thinking about selling yeah absolutely that 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 way you're not targeting anything you're just targeting the mm -hmm. all the other houses surrounding frank's house mm -hmm. yeah our, i mean our goal with this is is to uh, obviously capture more business and to, to find ways to target and it's it's such a new medium at this point that we have not yet figured out uh, how to navigate there aren't uh, there aren't rules and regulations built around it yet they, they will come but right now I think we get an opportunity to, to move fast and to do some good for our clients that's right and most board of realtors are behind techno technologically so for, you know they're not thinking of this stuff they're still thinking continue ed you know, know what class can we teach on fair housing or whatever, but uh, they're not thinking about all this new stuff that they're going to have to start thinking about. So right. fascinating, dude. Fascinating. Well, listen, Eric, as you know, everybody that comes on the show brings with them a free, a gift. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put this as well as all of Eric's contact information. Guys, if you want to reach out to him, say hi, say thanks for being candid. Thanks for uh, uh, coming up with such brilliant ideas. Uh, all his social media will be on there. I'll put a link to his website, his coaching company, uh, everything will be on hybendigital.com backslash Eric Hatch and the number three. Now, here's the thing. He uses a K in his name, so it's E-R-I-K Hatch and the number three, the numeric num the numeric three, and I'm going to put his free gift in there as well. Mr. Eric, what did you bring as your free gift today? 
you know, we wanted to hook people up since we had a great conversation with, uh, with these snap offers. We wanted to hook people up with uh, some easy access, how to start your snap offer program. Uh, and so uh, we have it laid out in a few bullet points and uh, it's going to be hopefully easier and more monetarily beneficial for you if you just follow these steps. Man, that's brilliant. Right, right on the money with our conversation, guys. Hey, why not, right? I mean, if, if, if he, he laid it out like a third grader could understand here, guys. He laid it out. He told you, you know, who to get the list from, REI Vault. He told you, you know, you know, they'll send it for you. You just show up, and then if you know how to price a house, you're good to go. Just put in 10% fat or whatever fat you want in your area and let the chips fall where they may. Well, Eric, listen, this has been a blast. Guys, that checklist or that uh, how-to will also be in the toolbox, of course, which you can get on hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or texting the word toolbox to 444-999. Eric, best of luck to you in Fargo. And yeah, hey, I want to I check it off my list, North Dakota and South Dakota. So when I do come to check it off my list, I will definitely look you up. I have a friend in uh, Fargo now. Oh, sounds great. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers. And I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.